You are in for a treat today because we've got Bonnie Faye on the show today. She is a total boss babe when it comes to scaling brands to six figures in just six months. She's got over $6.5 million in client results to prove it. Forbes even called her a top expert in her field. How amazing is that? Bonnie's not just about the numbers though. She's learned the art of writing killer copy from big names like Russell Brunson, the co-founder of ClickFunnels. Talk about having the right connections. And if you think that's all she's got up her sleeve, Bonnie is a straight up hiring pro, having brought on people from projects ranging from $3 an hour to an unbelievable $20,000. Plus she's helped over 11,000 people learn the ropes in outsourcing through her online training. So so grab your favorite drink and get comfy because Bonnie is about to spill the tea on how to uplevel your brand through chat GBT to create some seriously fab content. So let's get this party started. Hello, hello, super extenders and welcome back to the show. I am so excited because I have here with me someone who is going to share some really, really exciting things with you, but not only that, she's a dear friend of mine, which makes it even more fun. So welcome to the show, Bonnie Bay. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I'm really, I, I kind of want to cry just a little bit because you're all the way in Bali and I'm all the way in Washington, DC. And it was so much more fun when we were in Bali together. <laughs> yeah, we had the best times. Every time I watch our videos of us jet skiing, I get a little burst and smile and like, we did it. And actually yes. quick plug to you. We had done a hypno breath work thing there. And that started to unlock this idea that I could have so much more fun in my life. And since then I have, so you were just a little fairy godmother of fun through hypno breath work. Oh my goodness. I love hearing that. You know, it's really funny because there's all these like little things, like there's like a list that's, that's being, um, Com comprised of all these little things that come from these hypno breath work sessions. And one of them, I'm going to share this because you, it's a friend that, that, you know, and I think you just were recently on her podcast. Maybe I know you were just teaching in her group, but you know, Sophia, her podcast would not even be a thing if it was not for hypno breath work. Yeah. Yeah. So that came from a hypno breath work session after she was on my podcast, we did it. And she was like, I've had this on my heart that I just wanted to like launch this podcast. And now it's in the world and alive. So many things come from the beautiful world of our subconscious of our desires uh, yes, yes, yes. Through and tap into what we always want. Absolutely. Okay. So I always love to give us a little bit of context of how it is that, I mean, we were in Bali together and here we are having this conversation, but before that we met in a mastermind a few years ago now, which is kind of crazy when we start talking about that. It's been a few years, it's been several years now. And inside of that mastermind, we met and we hit it off and, and we made friends and shared all these I don't know, business tips and secrets and all of the things. And then we got the, the chance to kind of hang out in, in Bali for a while. And now we're getting ready to have a whole conversation because the world has completely changed from the moment that we met to now. So let's, before we, well, let me back it up. Before we dive into the most exciting topic of just like what's going on in the world today, let's share a little bit about who Bonnie is deep down, like on a soul level. So sweet. You want me to answer <laughs> who I am deep down? Yeah. Deep down. I do. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. I am a warrior goddess who is here to help, you know, infuse love into our planet and infuse lots of knowledge and help people come home to themselves so that we can ignite a big fiery force of light workers to reclaim their wisdom, you know, prevent burnout and just spread their light throughout the world so we can heal our planet together while having an incredibly fun time doing it because life is about having fun and being silly as well. So that is who I am. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. And that it, you, it, I can vouch for that. And it's truly who you are deep down to, to your core. So when we first met, I was so intrigued by the idea that you had mastered this idea of basically outsourcing things, like outsourcing all the things that we do in our business and doing it for a fraction of the cost. And so fast forward to now, there's like a whole nother level of being able to do that and doing it for even less money and even faster. So let's dive into the wild, wild west of AI. Love it. Yeah, let's go. All right. So tell me, I mean, I think this is something, it's a very um, maybe controversial topic because there are a lot of people that feel, you know, some kind of way about AI. And then there's the people who are really leaning into it and diving into it. And every single day, the world is changing with it. So first, I want to ask how it is that you were able to kind of be just a couple steps ahead of most people in the realm of AI and so quickly caught on on how to use it and leverage it to your advantage. Yeah. So just a quick background to piggyback off of what you said. So prior to um, doing AI, I taught a course which was called Source It. And I was very lucky to mentor with a gentleman named Russell Brunson, who has a company called ClickFunnels. And he was my mentor. He and I worked together very closely on Voxer, building out my funnel. And this funnel was really lucky in that it blew up and it got to a multiple six-figure level in its first six months, all driven by Facebook ads. And very quickly after that, Forbes called it the number one training in online hiring and outsourcing. So I've literally taught thousands and thousands and thousands of people how to reclaim their time, how to become effective delegators, and how to double, sometimes even 5X their income by using you know, workers at literally any budget. And that means anyone starting at $3 an hour, all the way up to whatever price range you want and how to get the very best people so that you can create a win-win relationship and really catapult your business. With that in mind, right? My leg up on AI is that when I started talking to it, I knew exactly how to get what I want because really there is no magic prompt that is just going to make everything wildly better. Uh, 90% of my quote unquote prompts are literally just me just talking to, to it and being incredibly specific. So really the skill of prompting is actually the skill of delegating. And once you master that, not only are you going to be more effective with your team, but you'll also be more effective with AI and get more of what you want more frequently. Okay. So basically what you're telling me is if you want to master AI, you have to be a really great communicator. Basically. Yeah. That's it. Okay. We just, okay. Podcast on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you talk about how? Of course. I'm happy to help. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... Good luck. <laughs> Bye. 
Okay, so you just kind of dove in and you started playing with it. The reason why I think that that's a huge lesson is that there was no rule book. There was no textbook to turn to as AI opened up because it's literally the beginning of this amazing technology. So it wasn't like you could go and learn from someone else. You just had to start playing with it, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So in that, you started kind of playing and you started to realize the power of what this tool actually holds. So let's talk about the ways that you're now bringing that forward and sharing it with entrepreneurs, business owners, and so that they can actually have more, have more free time in their life to actually enjoy their life, essentially. I think what's really crazy about AI is that obviously, like you said, there's so many different vantage points and viewpoints on it. And some people think it's terrible and some people love it. And for me, what I see it as is this massive tool to multiply ourselves, to effectively clone ourselves and get more done in our authentic voice and um, allow ourselves to escape what one thing you and I are both very passionate about, which is burnout, right? Because so many entrepreneurs are wearing so many hats and trying to do everything. And I think what a lot of people don't realize about AI is that you can actually use it to take your soul-driven content and effectively clone your voice. So one thing I'm working with creators on right now is I'm working with people who have followings of around 200,000 on YouTube and have had videos that get millions upon millions of views. And because they are busy, because they are successful entrepreneurs, they have a lot of opportunities towards them. And sometimes they, at least for some of them, like creating content is becoming harder and harder because they have so many competing business priorities. And um, for one particular creator, uh, Matt, like he wanted to take his YouTube videos that have gotten like half a million views, a million views and clone the process of how do we get AI to sound exactly like him, write scripts in his exact style and model his viral videos. And so that's one of the cool and crazy usages of AI is like, you can do that. We also took it and we took his email sequences and we cloned his writing style. So it sounds eerily like him. And so I think that's where I'd love to start the conversation is like, is, is talking about some of the myths, if you're open, like to what yeah, <laughs> I know I'm doing the podcast, I guess, but like, what are <laughs> some of the, the cool <laughs> self-driving ship here? <laughs> But I, you know, talk about some of the myths of what, what can and can't be done with it. And like, where, like, what, what are some of the cool things and what are some of the dangers and, and like, just have an honest chat about it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So how exactly can you make it sound like you? That's, that's my first question that I've got this like. Yeah. Curious. Okay. So, okay. So I didn't memorize the prompt that I give it. Right. Um, but Basically, what you're going to want to do is you would um, say, hey, I'd like for you to analyze the tone of this piece of text. And I'd love for you to, to um, put together a list of 
the most commonly used words, the quirks, um, the, the, like the ways in which this person is speaking in style and tone, right. And ask it to describe that and basically turn it into a prompt. And so what you're going to do is you're going to basically train it on various pieces of writing, and then it'll come back with a list of characteristics. And then when you start your, (laughs) when you start your um, actual piece of content, you would just start with a prompt that has a big bracket that has all of those characteristics very cleanly lit written out like line by line and like say, Hey, chat GPT, use this double bracket area called style guide um, for all writing in this chat. And that's basically it. I mean, my prompt is a little more sophisticated than that. And I have, I have it written in a word document and I haven't memorized it. But that's that's essentially what you do. And it's insane what happens after that, especially if you're doing it in GPT-4, because GPT-4 is eerily intelligent. It scored higher on the SAT than 96% of students that are taking it. So that more than me, more than my best friend who got a scholarship to an Ivy League school. <laughs> like- <laughs> And it did all of that without ever seeing the test as well. They didn't train it on the knowledge that's in the, in the textbooks. And so, so if you could literally have a genius working by your side to do things like, Hey, can you analyze my tone and then teach, teach yourself what my tone is like. And then anytime we're writing a piece of content, like I'd like for you to use that, like that kind of thing is really powerful. And when I've showed it to my clients, like they're so blown away by this. Like their response is typically like, like Lauren Salon is one. And she's like, she's like, did I, I wrote this. I wrote this. Did I write this? This is weird. Can you do that again? This is strange. How does it sound like me? It's even using curse words. Whoa. <laughs> Bonnie, you're so good at this. <laughs> and then like with Matt, it was like, I am blown away. This is just strange. You know, and so it has a real uncanny ability to predict text. What it can't do is it can't take your authentic message, which you've downloaded from God and the universe and source and your unconscious mind. And it can't formulate the message you were born and put on this planet to give. But what you can do is you can take those messages, which you have downloaded and then hopefully transcribed with otter.ai for free. And you can then take those messages. And then let's say you were doing like a YouTube framework, you can train it on how you actually do your YouTube videos. What's the scripting process. And then you just pop in the download into the process and then edit it. And like 80% of your work is, is done. And it sounds like you, and it's your message and it's how you talk. And you didn't have to spend hours upon hours working on it. And because you can train it on what viral video scripts look like, how much more likely is it to go viral? Matt's thing that he just did with AI, like just got a half a million views. One of his most liked videos ever. Wow. Okay. So now I'm sitting here thinking about the, you know, the the content beast for so many people that they're, that they're, you know, it's, it's just this thing. That's a never ending game that you're in when you're in the content game. So someone does this. They create the scripts and then is that like they would plug it into um, like a teleprompter or something and that's how they would pr- 
pump out their content every, easily? Is that where the script is being used? Every creator is different with their processes around scripts. So for Matt, he will put it into a teleprompter because that's what is going to be efficient for him today. Um not every creator needs things scripted out line by line. For some people, like Marie Forleo, for instance, I famously ran up to her in a conference. I was like, Marie, do you use a teleprompter? I want to be like you. And she was like, okay, cool down, kiddo. No. <laughs> I use I use bullet points and I use, um, like, I have certain things like outline, like the beginning, the hook, like, some things at the end, but, uh, and those are scripted, but otherwise like it's bullet points. So for, for each individual creator, it's going to be different for some creators. They do want things scripted out line by line. And for like things like shorts, it can be really helpful. Um, so it's really just about adapting the process, but no matter if you're using bullet points and hooks, or you're scripting things out line by line, like Matt is right. You can bolster your views and your engagement by having AI reset the attention because on most algorithms, the most important metric is how long people watch it. And if you can't keep their attention throughout a 17 minute video by using things like pattern interrupts and rehooking people and, you know, putting a funny story or an anecdote or a quote, um, or some kind of pattern or something to keep their attention, um, you're not going to get the watch time. And, and with shorter form, you know, videos like TikTok and and reels and YouTube shorts, like the amount of creativity that AI can deliver in seconds is insane. Like you liked a video where in seconds I generated a parody script of, do you want to build a snowman <laughs> from frozen to a song about me vomiting in Thailand from food yeah, poisoning. Food poisoning. <laughs> so it became, did I get a bit of food poisoning? <laughs> I'm feeling very unwell. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and so like things like that, like it can immediately put out like a, it can put out a, a reaction script. It can put out a sketch. It can put it together like a character reel. It can make the hooks better. It can make it funnier. Like it can basically take you and all of your awesomeness and just make you even more shiny to the algorithms. Like one really fun point for people who are kind of on exploring this is to think about the fact that AI is already helping creators go massively viral. Like my friend, Mr. Grateful, who like just built a following of 125,000, now 150,000 in 22 days, right? Oh Using AI God. written wow. content. Yeah. Like it's, it's a matter of getting it to take your voice and make it shinier, better and better for the algorithms. But Think about it this way. What are social media sites run on? Algorithms. What is AI? It's an algorithm. Who knows algorithms better? Algorithms. They talk to each other. They've, all, they've both studied people like to infinity, right? So if we could use something that's taken almost not all of the world's data, but like a good chunk of the internet and studied that and compressed it into something that can immediately output the compilation of studying all the world's data on the internet and not all, a lot, a lot. They won't tell us how much, but yeah. And instantly give us an answer, or instantly give us a hook or instantly make our video better. How powerful is that? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so powerful. Okay. So now I have everyone's wheels are turning on how they can use AI for someone who has not 
millions of followers for someone who's like, oh my gosh, how do I get started? What would you, like, what would a couple tips be for someone who's like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to kind of give this a go. Well, like, okay. For what, what kind of content? Well, let's just say captions for Instagram. Cause that's an easy kind of okay, toe dipping. Sure. Maybe, right? I don't know. <laughs> Options for Instagram. Okay. Well, so um, what would you do if you wanted to do that? So if you wanted to write a caption for a post, then what I would likely do is have it, have you take your own content and then polish it with AI. And if it's something that is like, let's say a narrative, like See if you can like add some like emotional vivid details, maybe just make it a little more readable, um, clean it up, add emojis, like that kind of thing. To be honest, I haven't done a ton of post-driven content because I really dive deep on video. I have created a lot of captions for reels that have been um, saved tremendously and have gone viral for me. Like one of the things that's been kind of wild is I've been able to use this tool to like help my account grow by 20%. And I have a small account and I've been sick, but it's because people have been saving and sharing my content and the captions were written by AI. And that's what um, drives a lot of what the perceived value is for, for my reels. Cause I put a lot of information in the captions. So my process around that is basically I'll go and I'll just kind of talk out what I want to say usually in a swimming pool in Bali, cause I'm ridiculous. And <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll just talk out what I want to say, and then I'll take it to, to the AI and it, I'll just say, can you make this more readable? I've also trained it on a caption style. So you can actually find someone who you think has a really effective caption style and you can train it on that and say, Hey, I want you to model the format of this, not the content. And um, I've done that with some really highly effective caption styles, and I basically trained it in what I call captions. So after I've asked AI to make it more readable and I've put it in like my signature tone, then, then I'll just, um, have it run through the captions thing. And that's a really important point as well. Like a lot of people are using AI and they're having it create mediocre content because they're not taking the time to modify the tone. Okay. So let's, let's take it a little bit deeper on that. So you, you would take your piece of content, like you spoke it, right. You spoke it into Otter AI, right. And then yeah. transcribed it. You would then take that drag and drop it over into chat GPT. Right. And you would say, Hey, model the caption. So I guess back it up. You had a caption that you were modeling the format. Did you copy and paste the, that into chat GPT and say, model the format? How did like, walk me through the step-by-step so, -step process of how this actually Okay. Works. So, so I have to tell you, like some of these things, they're so intuitive for me because I just talk to it like a person. Yeah. And I think that's like a really good tip for people is ask it, Hey, can I, can you do this? Hey, chat GPT, can you do this? Okay, cool. How do I, how, like act as if you're a prompt engineer and tell me like, how would I get you to do this outcome? So that's how I've basically taught myself all these things. And so I apologize that I don't have like every single prompt memorized because literally it's like, it's like, it's a play-by-play -play of an actual conversation with, with me and it. But basically, oh, you have a question. Yeah, yeah no, I, I'm asking because I know that like when you drop stuff into the the, the portion where you're asking it to do things. There's a limit on the amount of text, text. that you can put in for each thing. So 
is it like you would say, hey, model, like, can you model this format? And then it would say, yes, I can do that. And then the next step you would into the next box, then you would be like, here's my caption, model the above format. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it would just be like, hey, chat GBT, I'm going to teach you a style of captions and I'd love for you to um, analyze it and start to take notes on what you see. And then I'd like for you to give me like a, about a thousand words in the following categories of what you're noticing about this. And then you would take that information and, and like keep it as like a permanent prompt of how you would do that specific caption style. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. like you would say, like analyze the storytelling, analyze like the narrative arcs, na analyze the tone, analyze the style, analyze the commonly used words, analyze the emoji usage, analyze like whatever it is, like it's important to you and your own content creation. That's what you tell it to look at. And talk to it like a person and say, Hey, I want you to look at this and then model it and then start your prompts that way and feed it multiple outputs. So usually at least four is going to be good. And doing this in the paid version in GPT-4 is going to give you a much better outcome because it's a lot smarter. Yeah. So I was, that's what I was wondering. Cause I know some people are like, oh, okay. Like a high level, you're like, I kind of get it. But then when you get down into the nitty gritty, what does that look like? And sometimes it's just walking through a process like one or two times and you're like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all the different ways that you can, you can, create video scripts, you can create captions. What would you say to the person who's like, Ugh, AI is going to ruin the world? Well, it could. Yeah. I just say that we have to be really careful. Um, it, there's no question in my mind. This is one of the most powerful tools in uh, the existence. And, um, and unfortunately, uh, due to the collective human consciousness not being entirely pure or made of light, there's people who want to do terrible things to other humans without AI and are doing those things and are yeah. weaponizing things all the time. And so, of course, like there's people who are, are wanting to weaponize AI and and will, and that's really sad and scary. And and then from the creative perspective, like you had mentioned that your daughter is not a fan of it because she's an artist. And of course, like she feels that, you know, AI is going to ruin the world. Um, and I think that there's a lot of regulations that get to happen in terms of copyright and copyright infringement and protecting our artists and protecting our creators, because certainly, certainly it's not fair that as soon as Kanye or Drake's voice is cloned and people are making these AI um, albums and putting them on Spotify and cloning actual creators' voices and making these fake pieces of music, immediately that work is pulled because it's copyright infringement. But we can see if your daughter is a famous artist, we could clone her style that she's spent her whole life mastering and immediately put a piece of art on our wall that would model her style and she would make nothing. You know, it kind of gives me chills. That's wrong, right? It's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's like, why are we protecting some creators and not others? I don't know. I don't know. And I think that there's a lot of laws that we get to regulate, but I think the worst thing we can do is to close our eyes to AI and just be like, put into a box and say, it's bad. Because if we do that, then we're cutting ourselves off from the power that it has. 
a lot of people are afraid of AI creating the most powerful disinformation that could literally like unravel our planet. And that is entirely possible. Like just in the same way that I'm telling you, it's like my creators are like, they're so excited because I'm able to clone their voices and writing style. And, and now you can even clone like someone's voice vocally. And we create these deep fakes that would be just like them and so highly persuasive. Just in the same way people could use that for terrible, terrible things, right? We could also use that for good. And for the people who are listening, I trust that your audience is filled with incredible, soulful people who have big hearts and want to heal the planet in a huge way. And to allow this to be an ally, to help you multiply yourself and multiply your influence and to have open conversations about what doesn't feel right and to not really take it like as good or bad. Like it's like, I like to think of AI like my husband who is not perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I love and I think is amazing, but he farts sometimes and we gotta be like, yo, that's stinky. That's not good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, if you know, it's the beginning of a technology and you're always going to have people who are the fast adopters and the people who are like a little skeptical. I mean, it's kind of just like anything. They're the late adopters to people like, oh my God, social media. And now social media is mainstream or, oh my gosh, the microwave. I don't would never cook in a microwave, but I mean, who doesn't have a microwave and use a, a microwave now to save time and ease yeah. and space and all the things, right? Okay. So what are you most excited about when it comes to AI? For me personally? Okay. So we were talking about this um, before I got on my most, I'm so excited about creating viral videos with AI. That is the thing and short specifically, because that's the thing I'm seeing happen and seeing happen with ease. And that feels really, 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 really exciting to me personally. All right, short. So for anybody listening, who's like, wait, what's a short? Because maybe there's someone who doesn't know what a short is. Let's let's break that down and how you're going to use AI to like blow up short. Yeah. Well, so in the same way we've been talking about, you can train it on anything, right? So you can train it on any style and you can ask it for, to analyze patterns within that. And so what I've actually been doing is I've been accruing like all these short viral videos uh, on real specifically. And I've been finding that there is a clear as day pattern that looks almost like an identical dress in different colors and shades for the viral videos that are blowing up on reels. And this is so exciting to me because I believe that we as creators can use this to massively blow up our followings. And here's the evidence or proof for people who are a little skeptical. So we mentioned this in passing earlier, but, um, I've had the good fortune of having a couple clients of mine go viral. I worked with them on their messaging, um, on their confidence, some underlying pinnings. I didn't specifically say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to help you go viral. It just happened. And, um, and I, I worked with them specifically on their message, which of course helps with that. Right. So, so through that, I started to notice some patterns and I met this gentleman recently who embodied the same patterns as my clients who have gone viral. And I was like, this guy's going to go viral. And then he made a pledge with the universe and then also with the rest of the world and social media. And he said, 
in 30 days, I will have a hundred thousand followers and all of my content is going to be written and created by AI. And I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to be using AI as my social media agent to advise me in every step of the process. And so he collaborated with AI to write scripts that were about a minute each for reels and created, um, created a number of scripts each day. And within 22 days, he had had 122,000 people follow him starting at 8,000 followers. And some people are skeptical. They're like, you can buy followers <laughs> and you can, but you can't buy 4.5 million views. Like his stuff has blown up and you can see how many people are sharing it on Instagram. Each one of his things is shared thousands and thousands of times. And I've seen his comments roar and I've been on his live streams. You can't buy that kind of fake engagement. And when he posted about me in his story, 50 of his followers immediately followed me and DM'd me. So the ability for us as creators to take our content like, and work with AI to work on the scripting process, make things more interesting, make things more compelling and use that to blow up like our, our followings and in, increase our, in, in, <laughs> increase our influence and our income. Like it's unreal. It's unreal and it's exciting. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, I want to like now start playing with it in a whole new and different way than I've already been using it. You've completely inspired me and yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Okay. So I know you have some, you have some upcoming, you have something coming up that we need to share with, with the audience, because I know that they're sitting back and they're excited and they're kind of curious about how it is that they can start to really start to learn to use it to become an effective communicator with AI. So let's, yeah, let's share that with them. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I have a masterclass at the live more formula or livemoreformula.com. And I'm sure Corinne will put it in the show notes for you. And yeah, I'm excited about it. It's really going to take a lot of different principles of how do you blow up your following with AI and talk about it in a step-by-step -step way. And my goal with any masterclass is to blow people away with value. Like I, I was uh, trained by some of the best in the world. And I believe that if you leave people just like so excited for their next steps. So I definitely believe that if you leave people wh where they're just so excited for their next steps and they're bursting with value, of course, certain people are going to come and they'll join you in a deeper path or a deeper venture, but most of them are just going to be like able to wildly change their lives. And that's what I'm all about. So it'll, we'll dive deep into the step-by-step -step of AI. We'll be diving deep into, into formulas and tactics, and it all be based for creators and coaches who are specifically looking to blow up their influence with AI in an authentic way and catapult their lives and their businesses and change the world. Oh my gosh. So excited. I know I'm going to be in that masterclass. So hopefully you guys will, will join me and and check out the masterclass, which of course is in, in the show notes. Okay. So you had like one kind of like a juicy nugget of wisdom or like parting words of wisdom for anyone who's kind of yeah. sitting on the fence, not sure about AI. How, how would you call them over to the light side of AI? Can you tell me more about what this dialogue would be like? Because I need to, I need to understand what they would be saying so I could help them over the, the hump. Oh, and I have a bonus tip. Can we give them one bonus tip at the end? Oh my gosh. Yes. 
So, you know, I don't know this whole AI thing. I just feel like it's really, it's, it's going to make my messaging or my content sound like it's not really me. It's going to sound robotic. It's not going to be personable. You can totally tell when someone's used AI to write content. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. Thank you. That helps. All right. Well, so, so I would say start by learning to train it on an email sequence of yours in your style and tone and do re-listen to the podcast, take notes on what I said and keep trying that until it works great, because there's no reason why you shouldn't have the AI be able to sound eerily similar to you, especially if you're doing it in GPT-4. In terms of the messaging, if you're using AI content that's straight from AI, then your messaging is going to sound bad, right? Because it's going to be generated by something that isn't you. And so like, if you're not editing things, then it is going to sound, uh, robotic. And in terms of it um, being ineffective content, I think through the course of this conversation, hopefully people are starting to see that it's actually the opposite. It's wildly effective content. Does that kind of answer the question for you? Yeah. Yeah. I, th I think that that might pull somebody off the fence who's like thinking about it, but you know, kind of uncertain. Always, so what's the yeah, bonus always tip? edit it though. I think like, it's like the goal is to get it like 70% of the way there. And use your own original content and have AI improve it, make it better, you know, sharpen it, but, but it should come from you and it should be refined with AI. And, and as long as that's in place and you're taking it to the 70% rule where you're like saying, okay, I'm going to get the 70%. And then, and then if it starts saying things that AIs typically say, like, be sure to shine your light. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, just, so I love it. The thing that I have noticed actually is that I, I like that you can put some stuff in there and it gives it back to you. And then you can, you can kind of judge it up on your own, which when you go to sit down to write something, having a blank page or something to kind of mold a little bit is exponentially easier for you as a writer or a creator, because you can be like, Oh no, I want to perfect that line or take that out and add this in, but that's a much faster process than starting from completely a, you know, a blank slate. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like something popped for me in the messaging front. I mean, what's kind of cool and crazy is like, you can take any high converting email template that you've used in the past for another program, and you can instantly transform it and take out the topics that have to do with like one category and put in a different one, like just in the same way we've been talking to people about how they can make wildly effective viral content with AI, you can create high converting content, but messaging like in and of itself is its its own topic. And you need to understand who you're talking to deeply. And what's awesome is like the AI can do a lot of that work for you. It can analyze your target audience. It can come back with an output. It can tell you what the pain points are, the dreams, the desires, the fears, the frustrations. And then you want to make take sure us there a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, can you start? Yeah. Me like you're, you're can you have it kind of analyze the dreams and desires of your ideal client. How do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Just well, where will we get, where do you, where do you want to get the information from? Cause there's a lot of different places. Tell me. We'll yeah, start. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I don't even know. This okay. Like a whole it's a blanket of, like, canvas. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, it depends on you and where you want to get the information from. Uh, there's some people who have big followings. They could just analyze comments. Uh, I like going to a competitor who's crushing it, actually a series of competitors who are crushing it, who have the same exact client and the same exact point in their journey. 
And I like feeding it their sales pages and asking it to make lists of the dreams, the desires, the fears, and the frustrations and putting it into charts for me and bulleted lists and oh, using put it in a chart for you. Oh yes. I love tables. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything. Who knew? I know <laughs> ask AI to make you a table. It's the most glorious thing. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I like having it go through and analyzing your, com your, com your com competition and having it make lists of exact quotes that they're saying, dreams, desires, fears, frustrations, pain points, benefits of their program. Who is their program likely targeting? What income level are they targeting? What level of, for me, I target entrepreneurs. So I want to know, are they targeting baby entrepreneurs? Are they targeting six, multi six, seven, like, and so have it come up with a customer avatar. And so just feed it a bunch of different people's things. And what I've done is I basically feed it these pieces of content. I ask it to like list the dreams, desires, and then the, and the outcomes that it says it can, the program can do. And then I go through it in a, in a table and I ask myself, honestly, can I do that? Is that an honest outcome for me in my journey? Can I help them with that? Is that, is that something that's true for me that I also want to do? And if that answer is yes, then you can put that into your offer and make a really juicy, highly persuasive offer that's proven to work because you've already based it off of high converting offers in your industry. And then from there, you can create like, let's say a fake avatar named Megan or Bill and, <laughs> and then say, Hey, based off of these dreams and desires in this chat, I want to make messaging for our fake avatar named Megan. So anytime I talk to you about Megan, like I want you to um, make the copy relevant to her. And so that's one really quick hack. Now you want to keep doing it in the same chat. And then after a while, it does seem to forget things. So you may want to like copy and paste all the information about Megan again and like prompt it again. Right. But like, this is like one of many ways we can make copy that speaks directly to our ideal client. Wow. And yeah. And it's really super great. Yeah. I did never even thought of that. I just said like, that's why I was like, hold on, we need to go there a little bit. This is so, <laughs> so exciting. I feel like we'll have to have a whole nother conversation as this uh, technology continues to innovate and unfold, which it's literally doing by the day. Cause every time I turn around, there's like a whole new, a whole new site that comes out. That's like, here's AI has been added to this thing. And here AI, I'm actually, I have this app that has it in there as a coach now. And so it's almost like, and I actually messed around with it because it's, it's a nervous system regulation, uh, app and it's got, it's like therapy, right? So you can start to chat GPT <laughs> therapist and it actually is wild. So I was like messing with it a little bit and, and responding in ways that were not necessarily true for me. Cause I just wanted to see what, what their response was. And it was like kind of blowing my mind. It does. There's, I wish we could have like a bajillion conversations on all the crazy things that it does. Like one of my favorite things to do is take like otter descriptions of my journal entries and then ask AI to turn it into a story, a character. Like I, I ask it to turn it into a fictional tale about my life with a character named Bonnie written in the style of Elizabeth Gilbert, because she's amazing. <laughs> And then I like ask it to change the outcome to always be that I land with like my, my dream coming true. And, 
<laughs> it like will take the tail of my like bad day and I'm like, but Bonnie still persevered. <laughs> and it's amazing. Oh, yeah. So like for therapy, for like for cre creative work, for having it like help you organize your ADD brain and get so much more done, like to, for, for reframing your emotions from seeing if someone in your life might be a narcissist by telling it about that person from having it yeah. coach you a bit, obviously I believe in real coaches, right? Like there's so many ways that we can use this to our advantage, actually to increase our mental health, you know, and to help us do better, but it's all, all in the human consciousness that is directing it, which is why, you know, podcasts like yours and, you know, leadership, like the, the leadership that you do is so important because you're uplifting so many people who do that work in the world that help collectively raise our human consciousness. So hopefully we want the AI to do less bad things. Yeah, absolutely. I am with you. I think it's an exciting, it's an exciting journey to kind of play with it and see how you can use it to your advantage. I mean, we all do certain things to to save time and to to leverage, and this is really really no no different. So being open minded, I think, is is the key to all things. So you guys should definitely, if you haven't played with it already, you should go and and play with it, and you should make sure that you go down into the show notes and check out Bonnie's masterclass, so that you can really learn how to master. AI effectively and efficiently and use it to your advantage so that you can start making more impact and more money. I am just blown away at the the way that you have stepped into this new technology and you're sharing it with the world. So I appreciate you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom and all of your ideas and just your your beautiful energy. Thank you. Yeah, this is so fun. I was I'm really honored and grateful to be here and yeah, I hope to see some of the people at livemoreformula.com. And I just, I think this is such a great opportunity and I'm really grateful that we got to have this conversation candidly and honestly, and explore the highs and the lows of what's in front of us. Absolutely. And make sure that after you check out that masterclass that you follow Bonnie over on Instagram, the handle will be down there in the show notes as well. And when you do that, let her know that you found her here on the super expander podcast. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my God. Definitely DM me. I love meeting Corey's friends. Totally, totally DM me. I would love that. Ah, I love it. Thank you so much. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.